Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Living Madly. I am your host, Mad, and today we are going to be talking about skin, skin health, the microbiome. We're going to talk about all of it, literally all of it. Well, this is going to be kind of a part one because this is a topic that I am very passionate about and can go on for days just discussing all of this with you. So I'm going to break it into two different episodes. On the second episode, we're going to cover a lot of other things. I'll talk about it at the end. But today we are just going to cover the skin. We're going to talk about what it is, what it does for you, we're going to talk about what it houses. We're going to talk about the use of too many products and what that does to your skin. We're also going to go into some natural tools and some tricks that I have that I've been using for the past few months now that have helped my skin to get where it is today. And that I think is like pretty healthy. You know, I don't break out often. I don't have any crazy skin issues. And I haven't in the last year and a half. Before this, though, I was breaking out all the time. And I was so confused why, because I thought I was taking such good care of my skin until I learned that I was actually not. Um, So we're going to chat about all of that. And you know, my goal with this episode is to just educate you. Uh, you know me, you know I think knowledge is power, and the more you know, the better. So I hope you just listen to this with an open mind and take in what you want. I'm definitely not a dermatologist. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional skin health person. I just am passionate about it. I went to school for food and nutrition, and we learned all about the skin and the microbiome and all of that stuff. And I, it was kind of my favorite subject in school. So I know a little bit. I also, for this episode, did some research. So I don't want you to just think that I am just spouting off facts because I did a little bit of research. I also listened to a few podcasts about the skin. Um, this one podcast, if you're interested in learning more, it actually, it's called the skin science, the science of the skin, something like that. And it's fascinating. They dive deep. I'm going to keep things surface level here for us today because I like to break it all down and make it easy to digest, but they get into it. So if you're a nerd like me and you want to know specifics, go dive into that podcast. It's a great resource for you. So skin health. This oh, this is going to be a fun episode. All right. So if you didn't already know, the skin is considered the body's largest organ. It's your body's largest organ. And its main function is to protect our insides, our inner organs, all the flesh. It's just going to protect all of that from the external dangers that life has to offer. (laughs) Meaning like pathogens, bacteria, chemicals, um, crazy temperatures, UV lights, like all of that. Our skin is here to keep us all wrapped into one and to protect us from everything, basically. I mean, could you imagine walking around without skin? 
<laughs> we would not survive long, I don't think. <laughs> On top of the skin is our skin's microbiome. And this microbiome contains thousands, thousands of species of good bacteria, good fungi, good viruses that like live, they just live hovering on top of our skin. And these good bacteria and fungus can actually kill bad, evil bacteria that enters our microbiome. Like this shit just eats it up and spits it out. It doesn't let the bacteria go any further than the skin. And that is amazing. The skin also contains pigments of melanin, which help to prevent UV light damage to our cells. So this is like a natural occurring thing. You don't need to do anything. It lives on your skin already. And you'll, you'll understand why all of this is so important when I start talking about products. Like, uh, fascinating. The skin helps with body temperature regulation. Like, how I was saying earlier, if we didn't have skin, we would easily burn up from the sun in a second or we would die of hypothermia. Like our skin regulates our body temperature always. And then the last thing and another thing that I find so fascinating about the skin. Also, it's not totally the last thing. The skin does so many things, but this is just what we're focusing on today. The skin is a great, a huge indicator of what's going on inside your body with other organs and systems. As you know, we, our bodies are so interconnected and this skin, the skin organ is connected to all your other organs. It's connected to the second largest organ, which is your liver very closely. And it's also really interconnected with your immune system and it's connected to your lungs and your kidneys. Like it's all connected. So a lot of the times if something is wrong on the inside, it's going to present something on the skin, like a rash. It's going to present eczema. You could break out a lot with pimples if your gut is inflamed. If your liver is failing, your skin will actually turn yellow and that's called jaundice. And then that means you're having liver failure and like, no bueno, you got to get to the hospital ASAP. Another fascinating thing is that, oh God, I love the skin. And you know what? I'm saving that for part two because that's fucking, it's cool. So those are some of the things that your skin can do for you. And so it's just like really, really, really cool. And this all happens naturally. Like you don't have to do anything. You don't have to put anything on your skin for all of these little things to be working the way they work every single day. It's nutty to me. So this leads me into what I like to call the product epidemic. Back when I was in college and social media was at its peak, I found myself obsessing over every new product that came out that you could put on your skin. The marketing for these skin products was incredible. Like these people really tricked me into believing I needed a 10-step skincare routine. And now 
I'm learning that that's just not the case at all anymore. Less is more when it comes to the skin game. Less is more. If you don't remember anything from this episode, please remember this. Less is more. The more products that we put on our skin and the more acids and more cleansers with harsh chemicals, the more we are breaking down that natural microbiome. We are hindering our microbiome. We're killing good bacteria. We're killing good fungi and allowing room for the bad bacteria to actually grow on the surface and create its own microbiome. Like it's creating its own little cluster of bad bacteria that's actually going to attract more bad bacteria. Crazy. More and more people have been giving themselves more and more skin issues from all the products that they are using. And it's crazy because they don't think it's the products. It's not their first thought. Their first thought is like, oh my God, I need more products because because now this is popping up on my skin and I know this hyaluronic acid is supposed to minimize, minimize this, uh, what does hyaluronic acid do? I don't even know. I don't even know what all the products do anymore because I'm just like so out of the skincare game or this retinol is supposed to decrease fine lines and wrinkles and all the, um, hyperpigmentation. Like, no, the hyperpigmentation is starting because you're using the products and you're not allowing the natural bacteria and fungi to protect your skin. So your skin is getting more damage from the sun than it would have had you just been using like a cleanser, a cute little gentle cleanser, a moisturizer, and a sunscreen. Those are truly the only three things that you need. Some people don't even need a moisturizer. They just need like a cleanser and a sunscreen. Some people don't need to cleanse at all. Graham Deaver does not cleanse his face and he has gorgeous skin and it blows my mind. It blows my mind. So yeah, less is more. And there are some products that we can use out there that will help build our microbiome back up. But these are very, very, very specific things. And these are things that I recommend you go see a dermatologist for because I don't want to be like, this is the one product that will help everyone. Obviously, everyone is different. Obviously, everyone's skin is different. And there are certain things that you personally would benefit from um, that I might not benefit from. So like if you see your friend using this fancy dancy new serum, do not get excited (laughs) about it. Don't get excited about it because that's what the marketing of these crazy skincare companies want you to fall into, the trap of FOMO. If somebody has it, you must need it too. Don't fall into the trap of FOMO. Just, you know, listen to your gut, um, listen to your skin, and remember that less is more. Less is more, my friends. Oh, this is so, this is so amazing. Okay, so now that we know all that the skin does, and 
now that we know that products can really ruin the microbiome, I'm going to teach us some other fun tools that I've been using and I have researched that can naturally help improve the skin microbiome. And I want to preface this that a lot of these things you can implement right now. So the first thing that I want you to start really focusing on is drinking more water. <laughs> Drink more water, my friend. Buy a Hydro Flask right now. The Hydro Flask has changed the water game for me. I was not consuming a lot of water and so I would find myself just like drinking one to two cups of water a day and that's not enough. That is not enough. Now that I bought my Hydro Flask, I'm drinking over 64 ounces a day and it has been such an insane game changer for my skin. We know the majority of our body is made up of water and our skin can really benefit the most from this because the minute we get dehydrated is the minute our skin starts to look like gross. It just looks dull. It looks dry. It looks flaky sometimes. Like our skin just gets dry. Our bodies get dry. If we're not replenishing our water systems, I don't water system. I don't know. If we're not replenishing our water supply every single day, if we're not watering our bodies, then we're going to look dry and gross and not glowy and dewy. And all we want is glowy and dewy. So drink more water. Don't buy water bottles. Please don't. I just, it still blows my mind how many people have cases of water at their house. If you're going to buy water, buy aluminum cans. It's more sustainable. Aluminum gets recycled. Plastic really doesn't get recycled anymore these days. So like we got to get away from the plastic. It's something that is so easy to switch. It's literally the most easy switch. Just buy a reusable water bottle and buy a Hydro Flask. They are amazing. And get the one with the straw because then you're just sipping on it all day subconsciously and you're hydrated. It's going to change your life. So let's work on drinking more water. And then another thing that has really changed the game for me, and these are very surface level things, you guys, <laughs> very surface level things. They're like, just be a little bit more mindful for it. When I go to wash my face, I don't wash my face in the shower so much anymore because when I shower, I shower, shower with like really hot water and Hot water is not the best for our skin. I mean, like, honestly, I shouldn't even be showering with really hot water. It's just like, I need it. But I do end every shower with cold water. And that's something I want to talk about in an episode because that's been a game changer. But I wash my face in the sink with warm to lukewarm to potentially cold water. Sometimes it's a little bit colder than I'd like. But cold water is good for the face. It just shocks everything and gets you going. Before I even touch my face with my hands, I wash my hands. Please, 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 please get in the habit of washing your hands before you touch your face. Do it. Um, our hands actually have just so much bacteria on them. And like 
your face skin, your hand skins also has, um, and it's microbiome. It's got amazing, amazing bacteria on it, but we use our hands for so much. And sometimes it's just a good idea to get all the bad bacteria off. And before we even go and touch our face, this has been so crazy. I've just noticed a lot. And then after I'm done washing my face with my clean hands, I have a towel that I designate specifically for my face. In the past, I've used just towels that I've used on my body and no bueno. I mean, think about it. We wipe our butts with those towels and that's kind of gross. And if you're not paying good attention to where you wiped your butt, that whole towel is just could be gross and you could accidentally use that on your skin and put a lot of disgusting germs there that you don't want. So make sure you're designating a skin towel, face towel, and get like a nice one. Um, There's like amazing baby cloth wipes that you can use, a lot of microfiber wipes that you can use just like a nice gentle towel on your skin is amazing. And it's a little bit of a luxury. I feel like sometimes it just makes me feel like I am doing the most for myself. And we love doing the most for ourselves because we're all we got, baby. If we're not doing it for ourselves, no one else is going to do it for us. So boom, boom, bang, bang. Another thing that I love and what can really help the skin microbiome is a beautiful facial massage, a beautiful facial massage. Um, This can help, you know, get the lymph, all the toxins out of your skin. I'm like rubbing my face now as I talk because I love facial massage. As we know, toxins, the toxins that enter our body, they build up in our lymph nodes and our lymph nodes store these toxins and they work on removing them. The whole lymph system works together to remove the toxins in the body through our urine. Um, That is a whole system that's like so insane that one day we can talk about. Let me know if you want to learn about these systems or if I'm just like the only one who's fascinated with it all. I just think the body is so cool. And the more we know about our body, the better we can live. So we know toxins build up in the lymphs and these, the facial massage can actually help drain these lymph nodes and get that lymph and all those toxins moving instead of just sitting stagnant under your skin. The more toxin buildup you get, the more puffiness you're going to experience. But it just can't be good. And oh, my facialist, she told me all about this. Like it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds so much that it just forms like this lump that uh, stays and it gets hard, honestly, and it's harder to drain. And then you've just got these sacks of toxins that no one wants or needs. Like you don't need that shit in you. You don't need that shit in you. If your lymph nodes are blocked, you're going to get sick. And that kind of leads to disease. A blocked, a clogged lymph node is never a good sign. And you'll feel these hard spots. Like if you have 
if you have blocked lymphs, like that's, it really is not good. So right up on the lymph nodes and where they're at, you've got, I think like hundreds around your body. It's pretty, pretty crazy. So that's really good to do um, for your skin. So another thing I love is ice, ice on the face. Um, sometimes we can wake up like a little red or inflamed. And sometimes that means that there's something going on on the inside. But instead of like running to your product drawer or throwing makeup on the problem, grab an ice cube and literally take this ice cube and just rub it all over your face. Ice is so amazing for your skin. Just like it's amazing. It's amazing. It helps deflame the skin. So just take that ice cube. And this is a hack that I like thought of because, well, oh my God, I feel like I sound crazy. I think I'm getting sick. I I ran out of propolis. I ran out of propolis, if you couldn't tell. I feel like I might get sick soon. I'm trying not to think about it too much. But um, where the fuck was I? Oh, I learned that I thought of doing this because you know, the podcast that I really like, the him and her podcast with Lauren Bostick, she uh, created this ice roller for the face. And although it's like an amazing product, it's $70. She sells it for $69, which I love. Hilarious price and go her. But it's a face roller. We're talking about a face roller here. I don't need a face tool for $70. Um, so I was like, what's the next best thing I can use? That's an ice cube. And you know, you can get really fun ice molds. So like you can get a big chunky square or you could get a big circle, circle cube and they'll both work like amazingly. Facial reflexology is on my list. I earlier this year bought a tool. It looks like a little, it, it has, it looks like a pen but it has a ball i gotta take a picture and i'll send it in an email it has a ball on each end one's a fat ball one's skinny ball and you take this tool and you dig it you just like push pressure points on your skin and this can actually help release lymph um it can help stimulate little systems under your skin to produce more blank good bacteria good fungi it could secrete stuff like it helps with your skin making more of the goodness facial reflexology is absolutely amazing and i don't know enough about it to really talk a lot about it um but i know it's so fun and like there's certain pressure points you can hit that like relax your whole body it's fascinating if you know like foot or hand reflexology it's similar to that there's so many pressure points on your face that just help with organ health um and like making sure your skin is bright and glowy it's crazy it's fascinating so one thing that i've used we're getting down to the bottom of my my list of tools and in the past i tried Botox and 
I know this is a little bit controversial. You're like, Maddie, you're this, you're this healthy, natural person. Why did you get Botox? And because I wanted to do research. That's literally my honest answer. I wanted to see what this actually does. And if you know nothing about Botox, it's marketed as preventative skincare. Um, Essentially, they take a little needle and they make about 10 injections all over your problem area. And it maybe it's three to 10 injections. Like on some areas you need less, but on some areas you need more. When I got Botox, I got it around my 11s. Like when you frown and there's like those little 11s that pop up between your eyebrows. And I also got it on my forehead because I just have some wrinkles forming that I got a little nervous about. And so I went to a person. They were amazing. They injected a little bit more than I was ready for. And my face was frozen for close to six to nine months. (laughs) Usually your face is supposed to be frozen. The Botox only works for like three to four months. I just, it really helped calm my wrinkles and their like progression of getting worse. It helped with that. Will I go back? Yes, but not for another few years. I don't think this is something that I I personally need to keep up with um, because I'm still so young. I'm still so young. I'm almost 30. I mean, I don't think I need to be doing this every three to four months like people say I should. I think I'll do that more when when I'm like older, but I know some people that do it now and they look amazing and more power to them. It's awesome. I just really did not like the process of getting prodded and poked and then like all of it settling. It kind of gave me a headache. And then like, I was like, oh my God, my face is frozen like this for the nine months. Not that anything crazily changed, but I feel like one eyebrow was higher than the other, whatever. (laughs) Botox is not for me. So what I have found in place of this is a little thing called natural Botox. And there's a few brands that do this. And essentially, they're like either silicone pads or just tape that you can put on your forehead and sleep with. And it doesn't allow you to make any crazy forehead movements while you sleep. So it just naturally relaxes your front, all your lines, you know, your facial lines. And that, I think, has been working really, really nicely for me. I don't sleep with it. I have these silicone pads that I use every morning. I put them on for like 20 minutes while I do my writing. You know I love to multitask. Um, And so I'll write for like 20 minutes and then I'll take them off. And my lines just like don't look as prominent. And then I put on my makeup and then everything like looks cute. And I don't look like I'm aging crazily. So I'm a huge fan of those. I did reach out to a few companies to like sponsor this podcast. So later down the line, I might have a little discount code for you for one of these two products that I've been using. I think that's pretty much it. I think we covered a lot Um, If I could leave you with anything, it's obviously that less is more. If you have a crazy skincare routine, try to 
try to get it down to a gentle cleanser, a moisturizer, and a sunscreen. That's what most professional dermatologists themselves use and recommend people to use. But also, if you're having crazy skin issues, consult your own dermatologist. Maybe get their advice. But if I if you're going to a person who recommends you to use like 15 products to rid your skin things, like maybe get a second opinion after what we learned today about the microbiome and how like more products can contradict themselves and potentially harm the microbiome and kill off that good bacteria and fungus that lives on the skin that we need to thrive and survive in this crazy, harsh, pollutant-filled world, you know? Um, If you have any questions for me, um, email me at maddiedevico at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes so you can just click a little link. Next week, I think it's just going to be an episode about what's been going on lately. We might have a guest coming in soon. Uh, I'm still working on editing Graham's podcast. I think we're honestly just going to re-record it because I was a crazy person in interrupting him a million times a minute. It was so funny. And Graham looked at me and he goes, that's just how we talk. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But like you you don't get anything out of this episode because we're just like blah 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 blue blue blee oh yeah this that oh my god (laughs) it's so ridiculous so um i think expect that soon and yeah i just i hope you have a wonderful day thanks for listening if you love this podcast rate it give it a little 10 five stars uh, if you, if you, there's anything you want me to talk more about, hit me, hit me in the emails. Let me know. Um, with the part two of this skin health episode, I'm really going to dive into foods that we can eat to help our skin. And I'm also going to talk about some natural face masks that we can make at home with ingredients we have on hand already that we can put on our skin to help with that microbiome health. Um, and that'll just be a fun episode. And then I mentioned this earlier. The second largest organ in the body is the liver. And the liver actually does so many insane things. I've, I've touched on it a few times in past episodes. I'm not sure which ones, but like, I know I've talked about how amazing the liver is, but I'm thinking like, I, I'd kind of want to dive into it and really talk about all that it does. Because after reading some things today, I was like, wow, we really need to talk about the liver. Um, so let me know if you're interested in that, but yeah, I think that concludes this podcast. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And I We'll talk to you next week. Bye.